<sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Don't touch that dial. You're tuned in to the Dread Podcast Network. What's your favorite scary movie? Oh, come on, you know I don't watch that shit. Why not? Too scared. No. No, it's just, what's the point? They're all the same. Some stupid killer stalking some big-breasted girl who can't act who's always running up the stairs when she should be going out the front door. It's insulting. But thank you. Not yet. This is her birthday episode, though. You're hearing this on December 1st, and her birthday is in four days. Which means I'm also doing next week in honor of my birthday, too. That's how Kim rolls. Kim does two two birthday weeks. Um, well, I'm saying happy birthday because, well, I'm not even going to hold that thought. Okay. I'm going to hold my own thought, and I'll come back to it. <laughs> Hi. Hello. Ugh. Ugh. Trying to get myself into my my seat, my position. Yeah. Tomorrow is Thanksgiving in our reality. Mm-hmm. In your reality, it's already happened. Um, everything was delicious. Hopefully. Yeah. I food comed yeah. and and just woke up. Actually. I just woke up now. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. I'm only doing a pie this year. I'm very excited about it. And mold wine. Of course. Mulled wine. I just love, I just love a mulled wine. And I'll be making my mom's famous spinach dip like I do every year. I love me my mom's spinach dip. Just love it. So that's Thanksgiving corner. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I didn't have much going on this. Oh, I hiked twice and didn't. And my heart didn't explode. So that was cool. I also hiked. Yeah. I didn't die. Yeah. So I guess. It was scary for a second. I had to go down on me. But. Yeah. That was. Oh, not dying of, of breath, but dying of height. I had a, du- I had a, dub- a double death <laughs> fear, which was one, that my heart would explode. And two, that I would fall to my death. And neither of which happened. So. Yeah. Look at us. Just a couple yeah. of hikers. Just a couple of hikers. Do you want to hear about a movie? Sure. Okay. So I wanted to do, in honor of the 1st of December, 
a snowy movie. Mm-hmm. That was my criteria because I didn't want to do a Christmas movie. I'm going to do a Christmas movie for my second movie of this month. Which, if you want to vote, yes. Uh, I mean, you got to get your vote on like now because it's like, happening. Literally, pause us. It might and, be too late. Join yeah. Patreon and go vote. Yeah. So I wanted snow, snowy snow time movies. And I think this was suggested to me, you know, like ages ago. And then it just kind of like went into the ether. And then I was like, oh, yeah. So this movie is 30 Days of Night. And it is directed by David Slade in 2007. And it was written by Steve Niles, Stuart Beatty, Brian Nelson, and Ben Templesmith. And it's actually based on a graphic novel, Mm. which I bet is really cool after having watched this. You'll be happy to know that there are 670 billion people in this movie because it literally, the character is everyone in a town. But Mm -hmm. luckily, when people are just kind of like snowy, covered up, all about the same age and all white. It's really mm. difficult to differentiate. Yeah. So you only got one 10. person. Great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I literally was like, I'm only going to list the people whose character name I definitely know and whose death I can recall. Definitively say. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> you lucked out there, Fair Burns. Because otherwise it would have been like literally 30 dead or alive. It would have been so. a missed situation. Uh, yes. The missed situation. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. So, dead or alive? Eben. Dead. Stella. Stella. Dead. Jake. Dead. Uh, grizzly man. Alive. Uh, grandma. Alive. Trish. Alive. Uh, Carter. Dead. Billy. Dead. Uh, John Reese. Alive. And Lucy. Alive. Not your worst, not your best. I'll take it. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. 30 days of night. Now, we open on a snow space. And when I say snow space, Hmm. I am telling you that it makes the snow space in the thing look like Las Vegas. No, I didn't like that snow space, though. Yeah, it's um, it was intense. And so the the title card now reads Barrow, Alaska, northernmost town in the U.S., isolated 80 miles of roadless wilderness no, thank cut you. off every winter for 30 days of night cut off meaning so no in month, and out so the month of december the town is literally cut off and we'll le- we'll learn why as we go and it is nighttime it is nighty mm-hmm. nighttime for the entire month of december well that sounds like a nightmare i'm already out I'm already like, no, thank you. The movie hasn't begun yet. And I already, I don't want to be here. <laughs> Dub- double ding. Great job. All right. Well, goodbye, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving. Uh, <laughs> okay. 
So we now see a frozen man. I mean, not literally frozen. He's alive, but like he's got like frosticles in his beard and face and eyelashes and he's bundled up and he's looking out at the Barrow Alaska Ocean, which is just, you know, ice barges and like way out in the distance looks to be like almost like a giant uh, oil tanker or just like a really giant ship type of thing that he's looking at, but that also looks a little abandoned, but we can't really tell because it's kind of far away. He then starts walking on foot to presumably nowhere because it is snow space, (laughs) just walking. Mm -hmm. And he walks, 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 walks for like a very long time and then stops, looks out over a cliff and we see a very small town, small enough so that from the cliff, he can basically look at the entire town and see its borders. And then beyond the borders is just snow space. You guessed it. So here we are. We now come upon uh, two men all bundled up and they're at this really like sort of beautiful edge of town um, that appears to kind of be like uh, another kind of cliff that looks out over the Alaska Ocean. And we see that the sun is starting to go down and we see that they've got like sheriff badges on their winter coats and they're looking at this pile of burned cell phones like melted burned cell phones in the Mm -hmm. snow just like a ton of them and they're talking to each other and the one guy billy is like do you think this is a prank and then the next guy pulls his hood off it's josh harden it's josh harden but i did not know he was in this and so i was like oh well happy birthday to kim i didn't even mean to and i know but i was like is it a birthday present from to me that you get to see it with your eyeballs i feel like a gift would have been like kim you should watch this fair but i had known he was in it i'll just masturbate him to i mean i mean picture (laughs) picture him uh in my own head that's well that being said this is uh could potentially be a movie worth seeing with your own eyeballs not just because of josh okay but yeah, I had no idea he was in it. So I was like, am I really doing yeah, two you Josh Hartnett movies in a row? Ding, ding for me. Yeah. But as as Kim knows, it's like once you've sort of like decided on a film, you're like, this is it. I'm not deciding <laughs> anything else. Deciding <laughs> is like the hardest part. It really it takes is. takes me a very long time. So here he is. Different hairstyle. Still not great. Great. It, it's, it's perfect. I love it. Honestly, it's making me wonder. I'm like, maybe the hair just doesn't grow out of your head quite right. What's it look like this time? Now it just looks kind of like slicked down. Yeah. And like, like it requires a haircut. Like, I don't know. I it's like just that's not like great. how like that and the messy faculty. Like, that's how he rocked it. I don't I, I don't I mean, like, I can't picture him any other way. Yeah, it's just, I guess it's just not, it's just not my favorite. But it's like, he's so attractive that I'm like, all right, mister. I, you know, all right. I didn't look up last time is like, what's he look like these days? I don't know what like adult Josh Hartnett looks like. I'm not going to lie. He looks fine. I wouldn't say he's like, of, I wouldn't say like, he's the champion of aging well, but like he hasn't like, like aged poorly. 
like Devin Sawa or Skeet Ulrich. Yeah. Uh-huh. Ooh. Oh, uh, you know, oof. so it's like That's when true. you're getting compared to Skeet Ulrich and Devin Sawa, your contemporaries, and we're talking about how well you aged, you aged impeccably, Josh. It's just you're being compared to oh. actual Greek <laughs> gods getting, of aging. I'm getting, I'm getting, we can't say words. Yeah. yeah. Look at my face. I'm getting all. <laughs> We're both a little, a little red. red. And, yeah. And, no. And, and, and. Yeah. No, he looks great. I think I also may have read that he kind of like isn't super into acting anymore. So that's. Apparently he's on Penny Dreadful it. and like makes out with a guy or fucks a guy or something. Oh, really? Maybe I read, maybe he, I think I read he took a break. Like he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's probably like the first time in a long time I've really heard of him. Yeah. No, he looks great. He's doing great. He looks great. His hair is fine. Uh, (laughs) His hair is perfection. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I said. So here we are. He's looking at a burn pile. And Josh is like, I don't think this is a prank because, like, if it was a prank, they have asked for no recognition, basically. Like, he was like, if it was kids, there would be, like, some, you know, dick and balls in the snow or some shit. And uh, and Billy's like, okay. And then they kind of look out over the sun and it's, like, starting to go down. And Billy says, I brought Peggy here on our first date. Oh, like, you mean Camby? Yeah. Well, this is Billy. Oh, Bill, Bill, Eben's me. best friend. Yeah, what's his name? But Eben? Eben, Eben, yeah, Flo. Like like Evan with a cold. Eben Flo. Yeah, or that. Yeah, um, Evan, Evan. Does Evan. it sound like you have a cold? Evan. <laughs> My name's Evan. I just have a little bit of cold. no. It's Evan, 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 Evan. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, apparently Eben's name because Eric was like I knew an Eben I was like oh excuse me I'm sorry um so Billy then says last sunset of the month and he says let's go change or Eben says let's go change the sign and Billy's like why like no one's gonna see it or one of them says that and the other one's like it's tradition so Eben gets into the car and like he's really quiet and Bi- and Billy is just kind of like you okay and Eben's like yeah I'm fine like doesn't really want to talk so now they're driving down snow road mm. it's not a road Kim it's just a plowed section of not snow that's but there's snow still it's just slightly less snow right sure and they come to like the population sign and it says population five hundred and sixty eight. In Barrow, Alaska. <laughs> My high school had more people than that. <laughs> yeah. They now change it to 152. Whoa. My, so like, graduating class had more than that. Like, Yeah. So Holy moly. That many people have the same feeling as you where they're like, yeah, I'm not doing I'm gonna this. I'm going to leave for this time. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to be in the dark for fascinating, days. though, that they know exactly how many people. Well, we'll also find out. Why. I also think because there's only 568, you can kind of be like, hey, are you staying? Cool. Like, just <laughs> check that person off. Yeah. <laughs> so. But it is still like 300, 400 some 
people to ask that of. Yeah. Well, uh, I figured out how they how they know, which we'll get to in a second. So um, we also see Eben take a, a hit from his asthma thingy. Uh, we now cut to Stella, who... What? stupid. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just like, why is it anything that you tell me that he does? I'm just like, it makes him hotter. <laughs> Kim's super into asthma. Like before he was like selling drugs out of this just like VHS tapes out of his trunk and I was like, you were like yeah. stop it. And now he's like taking it of his asthma thing and I'm like, why is it so hot? I don't understand. <laughs> Ooh, wow. All right. Well, I can't wait to see what else gets you going. <laughs> Cut to Stella, who um, is a blonde girl who we learn like – is law enforcement. She was law enforcement in Barrow, but now she's law enforcement elsewhere. Um, I think she said something about fire marshal. And she's talking to a couple. Um, and the guy is like, me and Jeannie are hoping you and Evan would rethink this whole situation or separation. And she's like, she's like, okay, that's enough. And he's like, are you sure you don't want to stay? And she's like, thanks, but I got to make the plane. So basically it's a like – She's getting ready to take one of the last flights out of Barrow. Stella. Stella is. And someone else was like, don't separate from Evan. Evan. Yeah. So that's all we know. Got it. I think we also learned that, like, she was just in Barrow right now for, like, fire marshal something or other. Like, was called in for a special reason because she's since moved out of Barrow, came back into Barrow, and is now trying to catch a flight back out before the sun goes down. Okay. So... We're now at the airport, and we just see, you know, 400-plus people boarding the plane, you know, and like, okay, goodbye. Like, I'll see you in a month, sweetie. I know you can't handle the sun. Like, literally, like, husbands and wives are separating. Like, wife being like, I'm not not doing no sun for 30 days. Please don't live on Oreos and Snapple. Bye. We now cut to a dog kennel. And all of the dogs are barking at something, but we don't see what it is. And then we just see someone with a knife and a noise stab all of them. Mm. But we don't see it. We just, like, see the knife Mm -hmm, going mm -hmm, in and out. mm -hmm. So now we cut to Eben. And he's kind of making, like, his last rounds before, like, the whole town leaves and he pulls up to a grizzly man who is trying to fix his car. And he's like, do you have a problem, officer? And uh, Evan's like, nope, I just see that your generator is leaking. And the guy's like, yeah, I, I'll fix it. Like, I'm clearly trying to fix my car right now. And Evan's like, well, I got to write you a ticket. And the dude's like, you don't have to write me a ticket. Like, you could just not mm-hmm. and Eben like writes it anyway and he's like great I'll add it to my fucking collection fuck you kind of thing <laughs> Eben then gets back in the car and his partner Billy is like you actually like don't have to write him a ticket though like why do you like antagonize him mm-hmm. and Eben said he lives out here on the outskirts of this town I think it's important to remind him that he is in fact a part of this community so it's apparently this guy who lives on the outskirts of the outskirts of the outskirts of the world. Mm. And that's how he likes it. 
Um, not for me. Not for me either. So uh, they're about to pull away and they get a call in their car about the dogs. Somebody killed all the dogs. Cut to them driving. And I just wrote, these are not roads. <laughs> like they're they're talking about them as if like take a take a left at, you know, snow mound four and then make a left <laughs> at Avenue Ice Slope. Like it's, there's not roads. And the radio is talking and we see that it's Blondie in the car trying to Stella trying to make it to the airport. And the radio is like last plane out of Barrow in whatever time crash. Her car is hit by this giant construction truck that has, I shit you not, a 20-foot chainsaw on the front of it. Whoa. And it, like, plows into her perpendicularly. Doesn't, like, injure her. Like, it kind of just, like, is on the hood of the car. But, like, her car's fucked. Uh And the guy comes around and he's like, oh, my God. Like, I'm so sorry. And she's like, don't you know about the right away? And I'm like, right away of what? It's just (laughs) right away of what? (laughs) And he's like, I'm so sorry. My brakes shot the bed. And she's like looking for a phone. She's like, I got to get to the airport. I can't find my phone. And Malachi is like, why don't you just call Eben? And she just kind of looks at him. Cut to Eben at the dog kennel place. And he gets a phone call from Stella. And she's like, I need a ride to the airport. He, he, he. And he's like, you're in town and you didn't tell me. Uh, what? I did. I thought I told you. I hey. thought I told you. What are you talking about? And he's like, so you're in town and you don't want to talk. And she's like, I had fire marshal business. Business is what's what I said when I told yeah. you. Yeah. Business. And she's and he's and she says. If you want to talk, we can do it on the drive. Yeah. And he's like, no. And he tells Billy to go get her. Oh, shit. Okay. So he says, he's like, I have to deal with John Reese's dogs, which is true. A whole bunch of dogs were just murdered. So he makes Billy go do it. Yeah, but he could switch those roles if he wanted to. Agreed, but he clearly do not. So uh, before he hangs up with Stella, he's like, let me know when the day comes when you do want to talk and hangs up. So he says that he's pissed. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So now we cut to the kennel and we learn that it's every dog in every kennel. And they're all snow dogs, mind you. (gasps) I love snow dogs. Yeah. So they're all huskies. And again, this is a town where it's not like just like they have more than one kennel because they literally have like people have snow dogs to like go to the grocery store in 30 days of night because it's like if there's a whiteout blizzard, it's like you may have to get somewhere. So you literally have snow dogs like for transportation in this town. Oh, my gosh. I want to ride a snow dog around. That'll be so fun. So, you know, you don't get to, like, put a saddle on them and ride them, right? Mm. Like, they're attached to That doesn't sound cart. right. That doesn't oh. sound right. 
No. You know what? I'm not an expert. I, I, uh, yeah, I you were you. finally convincing me to stay in snow space to, for 30 night, stay. Days. 30 night days. <laughs> 30 <laughs> night days. Yeah, exactly. So Eben asked John, who's the kennel man, he's like, Did you fight with anyone? And the wife is just like losing it. She's like, I will fucking kill them myself. And they're just like trying to hold her back. Uh-huh. Eben like kind of looks and he's like, This wasn't done very long ago. So like, I'll find them. Like, it's there's a hundred yeah, of us. Yeah, you will. Yeah. Kim is Kim is now attracted to let's let's just keep a tally, everyone, to uh his asthma Check. and his promise to find a person. <laughs> Check. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So. I mean, it was it was hotter than that, and you know it. Uh, it <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> so now we cut to Billy picking up Stella and he's late and he's just like, I'm sorry, I, 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 I was driving and I couldn't or I couldn't find my keys. And then I was driving and I said, did she say Route 55 at the corner of 350 or 350 at the corner of Route 48? I'm like, these are not roads. She's at the corner of snow and snow. That's it. I'm looking. There's no signs. So we now cut to the sheriff station. So Eben is the sheriff. Billy is his dude. Deputy. Yeah. Dude. Couldn't think of the word deputy. Thank you. And Welcome to my world. Yeah. There is a teenage kid in there and he's playing uh, like a board game. And then there's an old lady who's like manning the radio basically. And a kid asks old lady to play and she's like, no, ask your brother. And Eben walks in and we learn that Jake is Eben's brother and that's their grandmother. Oh, family affair. Yeah. So old lady's name is Helen. Grandma tells Eben uh, about another issue, which is like a vandalism problem. And she's like, you need to head over to this place because we just got a report of vandalism. There are a lot of issues all at once for 150 people. Yep. So Eben asks, are any other towns having, like, what's going on? He has the same feeling of, like, why do I have, like, 1,600 calls of shit happening? So Grandma's like, I don't know. Cut to Stella and Billy. They pull up to the airport, and the airport is closed. No. Stella, and she's you like, girl. Yeah. She's like, I'm trapped here for a month. So to answer your question about, like, how do we know people leaving, there's very few flights in and out. So I think you can literally just, like, yeah, look check at the book bookings. Yeah. <clears throat> so Billy's like, oh, like, sorry. You know, you can stay at our place. And Stella's really upset. She's like, no, like, I have bills to pay and my plants will die. And he's like, well, I mean – we're locked in. That's it. And he's like, so you can stay with us and you can explain to Peggy and me what's wrong with you and Eben. Oh, I know you're going to tell me, but like, what the fuck? Why? Why don't planes keep coming? I know that it's nighttime, but like planes fly at night. So I think what the issue is, is like is it so nighttime, cold? nighttime plus um, the... I don't know if cold is it, but like the whiteout <laughs> blizzards on the reg, I think is what it okay, is. Okay, yeah. That's kind of what I was thinking. Yeah, it's like that it's like 
Like there's no sun to make anything warm. So just like 30 days of just the most exactly. cold. Yeah. And, and I think it's just like there's too many opportunities for planes to either not be able to fly out or not be able to land. And they're in 80, 80 surrounding miles of snow space. Right. So I think planes are just like, yeah, we're not going to see in a month, y'all. We're not going to play this game. Yeah. So Interesting. Um. Cut to Eben. Two chains? I would just like you to postmortem the science of 30 days of night. I know some things do do tell. Specifically, like, how the sun works. Yeah. Great. Done. I'm a little curious as well. Maybe I'll even do a diagram. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, just like, what's happening with us and the sun that, yeah. I know it has to do with our axes, but that's all I know. Yeah. Like if we're we, bent if, on a certain level for a yeah. little bit of time. That makes sense. Exactly. So <laughs> I love that. Every time I look up into the squi- sky squi- <laughs> sky <laughs> the sky inquisitively, Catherine now is just like two chains. <laughs> Well, it's just such a like I know exactly what's happening. She's she's really trying to work something out in her head, and so I just want to know what it is. Two chains. <laughs> so we now cut back to Eben, and he. <coughs> we cut back to Eben, and he's now at the place where the vandalism call came in, and. The two people that work at this place are named Wilson and Carter. And it appears to be what I believe is called a utilidor. Okay. A utilidor is for places that are locked in by cold. And it's a bunch of like pipe systems that run through the town to just kind of like keep it moving, keep it going, various pipe work to do that okay but this thing also has a giant crusher and have you seen those things where it's like recessed into the ground and you could literally throw like a refrigerator in it and it just like crushes it no idea what you're talking about wow okay they're terrifying they're truly terrifying so it's kind of like a pit in the ground of like a warehouse or whatever and it's these two giant gears that are just turning like this mm-hmm. and they're so strong that there's literally like TikTok videos of people throwing like refrigerators into it. And within seconds, the refrigerator is just I like. Think. That sounds scary. It's very scary. That would crush my body. Oh, it wouldn't eat like it. It would laugh while it crushed your body. <laughs> like it wouldn't even it would liquefy your body. Ah. So. Eben is talking to them and Carter is like, we find all kinds of shit thrown in here, like by vandals and kids that want to see it crush shit up. And he's like, but I've never seen anything like this. And Wilson comes out and he's like, they fucking demolished my chopper. So basically what they did was the other way off the island. Helicopter chopper. Yep. Uh They took out all the shit that makes it work and they threw it into the fucking crusher. I'm sensing a theme. Yeah. Of my vandals. Yeah. So he's like, fuck. Like, Eben is like, 
kind of getting overwhelmed at this point. Like he's like, I have like 50 dead dogs. I have a burn pit of cell phones and I have like no chopper and no planes are coming in and out for a month. Like he's just kind of like, what the fuck? I'm overwhelmed. We now cut to an old man in some sort of observation something where it's like, I think that's where all of the like phone lines and power lines run from. So it's basically this little metal hut in the middle of snow space and around the metal hut is like a chain link fence, right? So it's like you you walk in the chain link fence, you take three steps and you walk in the door and you go in. Mm-hmm. And he's sitting at all of like his little computers or whatever and he hears something outside. Question, oh, it's also it's nighttime now. Like the sun is down it is nighttime for 30 days. Okay, so it's dark. Here's something outside. Question one, what do you do? What does he do? Um, Maybe he goes and investigates. I'm going to put a blanket over it and ignore it. It's one and a half points. You got a half point for not going outside, but would have gotten a full point if you had done something else. So he goes outside into snow space blizzard with a flashlight and also beyond the chain link fence. So he's now outside of anything that could potentially protect him from whatever may be out there. Mm -hmm. And he's flashing around in snow space. And all of a sudden we just see all of these figures surrounding him. What? But it's like, Super dark, whiteout blizzard, and like, you know, the light of a flashlight, which is terrifying. So he's just kind of turning around like, who are you? And like every time he turns, there's like another one out of the corner of his eye. And he's just like, what are you? Get out of here. There's too many of them. And then they are just like. And he's attacked. Who? What are we they? We can't see. We don't see what they look like? Nope. So. Okay. We just see a lot of blood spurting. Okay. Okay. So now we cut to Lucy's diner. Good old Lucy. And there is a real creep sitting at the bar. And we recognize him as Frozen Walking Man Mm -hmm. from the beginning. And he is still covered in snowsicles. uh, And... Uh, his teeth are made of charcoal. Uh, is Frozen Walking Man different than Fixing My Car Frozen Man? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Frozen Man, we don't know who he was. The guy that was fixing his car is like just a like a like a like a bear grizzly kind of guy. Like just a I'm mm-hmm. real efficient at being alive. Two separate dudes. Nobody appears to know this creep sitting at the bar. Uh, and he's like, has this real creepy way of speaking where he's just like, you got any whiskey or rum? Yeah, creepy. And Lucy is like, no, it's illegal this month. It's illegal? Alcohol is illegal. What are people supposed to do for 30 days of night? Right? That's literally like they're like. 
everyone goes insane because it's 30 days of night and we can't add alcohol to the mix. So it's illegal for the month of December. Wow. Fascinating. Yeah. Which I can you put that down? I also want to post more than that. Like I want to be like, is alcohol illegal illegal in Barrow, Alaska during the month of December? So the guy is then like, well, then can I get a bowl of raw hamburger? Um, no. And Lucy says, you can only have meat two ways. And I thought of it. (laughs) Meat's meat and a man's got to eat. Or yours, which was meat. You freeze it or smoke it if you want to keep it. Or something along those lines. (laughs) I don't know what it was. And she says, you only can have meat two ways up here. Frozen or burnt. (laughs) As she goes to turn away, Creep, like, grabs her arm. And he's like, you don't bring me what I want to eat or what I want to drink. And then Eben comes in and is like, that's enough, pal. And I was like, <laughs> he sits down next to him and he's like, hey, man, let's let's go outside and, and have a talk. And the guy's like, what's wrong with a man wanting a little fresh meat? And uh, lots of things, lots of things. And Eben is like, let's let's get out of here. And what's weird is nobody recognizes this dude, which is like not like who's who's. There's a hundred people here. They all know everyone. Like, yeah. yeah. So he's like, "Let's go, man. Let's get. Let's go outside." And the guy like gets up to be like, "You're not taking me anywhere." And then Eben stands up, and he is a good six inches taller than this man. So the next thing I'll be postmorting is how tall is Josh Hartnett? Tall enough for me. He's really tall, possibly, maybe. I don't know. But it looked great, the proportions of this particular scene. (laughs) So the guy, like, gets in his face, and Eben is just kind of standing there. And then someone behind him is like, not so fast. And we see it's Stella standing behind Creep, and she's pulled a gun on him, which Eben saw the whole time. So they cuff him, and Eben is like, is the fire marshal that you carry that? And she's like, I never asked him. So there's a little bit of, like... Uh, uh, sexy uh. sexual tension but it's okay Kim because they're broken up so you can just slither he's mine (laughs) and he's like I see you missed your flight where are you gonna stay and she's like I'm gonna stay with Billy and Peggy and he's like cool well talk to you sometime I guess and like pulls the guy out and leaves and as he's leaving she's like hey listen maybe I'll come along and say hi to Jake and Helen And he, like, doesn't answer. So he's like, I'm going to see Kim. (laughs) Yeah, he is. (laughs) Kim's like, I'll live in snow space for you. (laughs) We'll live in snow space and ride around on doggies. It's going to be great. (laughs) So I guess apparently she did, like, hop in the car with him to go say hi to Jake and Helen. Because now we cut to them in the car and the guy is cuffed in the back. And... Eben is like, I haven't seen this kind of vandalism in a long time. And she kind of like winks at him and is like, 
are you sure you know how to take care of this town without me? And he just like is not having her flirtation, which I agree with because he's like, I want to talk and like you don't get to flirt with me. Yeah, you're like bullshitting. Yeah. So she's like, Malachi totaled my car and Eben is just like, hell of a day. And then creep from the back is like, just you wait. And they're all like, shut the fuck up, weirdo. Cut to them. Locking him in the cell at the station. You know, the sheriff's station has like one cell. Uh, so they're they're locking him in there. Stella and Helen are hugging. Eben is just like staring at them hugging. So now we cut to three pipeline workers who are like getting off work from work in the pipeline. Two guys and a girl. And they're all... Did I say that? Yeah. Two guys and a girl. And they're all just like being flirtatious. Like they're maybe going to go have a threesome possibly. And yeah. And they're like rock, paper, scissors to say like whose place they're going to stay at. So they're like on three. One, two, dragged away into the darkness. Ah! So one of the dudes is dragged away into the darkness. And the other two are just standing there stunned. Like, total frozen. And then the body of the guy that just got dragged away is dropped in front of them with blood spurting out of him. No, my threesome. Yeah. Question two. This is a three-parter. What do you do? What does the other dude do? And what does she do? I'm going to run inside. Okay. Or where I just came from. Lock myself in. Call the sheriff. Grab all the pointy things. Start there. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say either maybe someone tries to fight or someone goes inside or someone's so sad that they just like kneel on the ground. (laughs) Um. (laughs) Well, you get to choose two of those. (laughs) Kim's Uh, like, I think that the entire spectrum of things that could happen, happen. (laughs) Well, I don't know these people. (laughs) And we haven't ever seen them or met them before. Um, I mean, that's pretty scary, though. Yeah. And, And what I will say is, like, there's no establishing shot, but it's like, there's a lot of dark corners where you are. So maybe she also tries to run like inside. Okay. And then um, maybe he like goes to the dude to see if he's like, okay. Two points. Ooh. One for you. Yes. Do... Literally anything that is in response to the event you just saw. She runs her ass off, like books it. Dude just fucking stands there. Just totally stunned. Mm -hmm. And as this is happening, he is now dragged off into the darkness. Ah! But we don't we don't see what's doing any of this. Like mm-hmm. it's every time that it pops out, it's like hard to see. Now we cut back to Evan. 
who is talking to the creep in the cell. And he's in there with him. And he's like sitting down. He's like, all right, level with me, man. He's like, you don't work here. You didn't fly in because I checked the records. You're not from around here. So how did you get here? Mm -hmm. And he won't talk. And Evan is like, well, got a long time to figure it out. No one's coming for you in a month. And the dude just like smiles with his meth teeth. And uh, Eben calls over Jake to be like, I'm going to head out. Here's how you need to like deal with this creep in the cell, blah, blah, blah. But he comes over and he like smells him and he smells like pot. And he's like, kind of looks at him and he's like, it's grandma's pot for her cancer. <laughs> and uh, he's like, now I see why you wanted to go live with grandma. And grandma looks over and she's like, I grow it like hydroponically. Like I've got my whole <laughs> little setup, you know, grandma hydroponically. Is that correct? Did I say that? Beats I don't me. Know. Um, but basically she's like, I got my whole setup with my hydroponic lights and all that kind of shit. Because I don't know if you know about snow space, but there's not a ton of, like, green plants growing out here. That makes so, sense. Yeah. So Stella's there as well. Creep says something about, like, oh, so sweet, Mr. and Mrs. Sheriff, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and they go to make a call. Oh, no. What happens is. Grandma is looking at the computer, and the computer goes down. And she's like, what the hell? Oh, boy. So Evan says, let me give Gus a call. Picks up the phone. Phones are dead. Oh, no. I am only less than one day into my 30 days of night. And oh, yeah. This shit yeah. is not looking good. It's not looking great. So, and we don't have any booze. Like, all of this is happening, everything that's happening, and there's no booze. Yeah. So. There is Josh Hartnett, though. There is Josh Hartnett. Yeah. And he's single. <laughs> so he's like, I'll go check with Gus. So we're like, okay. And before he leaves, fucking creep in the cell, just is standing there in the only, like, sort of light that there is. And he's just like, check on him. Try to run. Try to hide. They're coming. This time, they're going to take me with them. And Evan is like, who are they? And then all the lights in the town go out. <laughs> ah! No. I don't want to be here anymore. I changed my mind. I don't want to. <laughs> Kim, you missed the plane. You missed the plane. There's no way out it's of because here. because I thought I would just be riding naked. With Josh Hartnett around with dog sleds. Yeah, but you're you're not at all. And then one of the lights like kicks on and we hear like so it's like the like generators. Generator. Yeah. Creepy guy just smiles with his meth teeth. Eben looks at him, he's like, I'm gonna head to the cell tower. And he's like, Stella and grandma and Jake stay with the creep, basically. So now we cut to Eben at Gus's. We learn that Gus is the guy at the observation, observation place. Yeah. 
and he's like calling for him looking around pitch black and he's flash flashing his flashlight and he just sees blood mm-hmm. in the snow mm-hmm. and a trail of it and he follows the trail with his flashlight and it's frozen dead gus just like frozen or hanging or something question three you're the sheriff what do you do what does Evan do? <laughs> Quit my job <laughs> and cry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I think that he goes to like see the body, investigate. You know, I'm a sheriff. I gotta okay take care of this dead body and then see about who killed him. Okay. I'm gonna. Um, We're on question three, and Kim is already snow spaced. I'm s- very. This is gonna be hard. I <laughs> yeah. Don't plan on getting many points. <laughs> I don't even care about my points, which is probably the first time I've ever said that. Truly, the I'm first time in 172. So episodes. upset about the snow space that I'm in. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You're like, I wish that I was in the thing right now at the resort that is the thing. <laughs> uh, so he's oh, gonna... she fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> she went into a fear sleep. <laughs> it's fight, flight, freeze, or flu. <laughs> i'm gonna go inside to try and fix the phones and the light i don't know where they come from but they feel like this place zero points great good thing i don't care about my points yep (laughs) cut to eben driving through town on the not roads on his walkie walkie and a you know loudspeaker being like everyone get into your houses oh. everyone go home lock your doors load your firearms if you have a generator fire it up like he's like he's like Alert. i don't know what the fuck is happening that's great what a great system good job town because yes. i was just sitting here being like well i have no help except my friend billy yeah. It may as well be me and Ketrin running this town. Right. And, and Stella. We got Stella. Stella, yeah. She knows what's up. But, yeah. like, it's not like I can, like, call for help. No. <laughs> Let can't do anyone shit. else know. You can't it's do shit. just us. You, you got until tomorrow morning. And tomorrow morning is in a month. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like, everyone load up. He finds two people named Frank and Michelle. These were two people where I was like, I cannot confidently say which one is Frank and which one is Michelle later on in the movie. And I don't know if they die or not. And I think that they do, but I don't know who they are, but I sort of do. So they're not in the dead or alive. <laughs> <laughs> right. So Frank and Michelle, he tells Frank them to go Michelle. home. And he's like, get your Jenny up and running. And then he's like, anyone else who doesn't have a generator meet us what are you doing here what are you doing yeah why are you not on the plane correct uh meet us at the diner at lucy's diner 
now we cut to John and Allie. John is the one. John and Allie are the ones who lost all the snow dogs. John is just sitting at his coffee table with a shotgun in front of him, just arms folded, just staring at the shotgun. Freaked out. Oh, boy. Allie is in the kitchen fixing up some snow burgers or whatever the fuck. And all of a sudden, someone busts through the window and it like flies over the table. So she like looks and she's like, what the fuck was that? And all we see is just the very top of a bald head rising above the table. (laughs) No. And then we cut to Allie being dragged outside of the house as the husband like comes in to be like, what was that? And she's dragged out of the house. She's then dragged underneath the house. So a lot of the houses are on like stilts, probably because of snow, I would imagine. Mm Mm-hmm. So she's dragged by something under the house. He's trying to grab her. The thing, like, throws her out from underneath the house and is caught by something else that, like, drags her underneath another house. So they're just kind of, like, tossing her under houses. And he's trying to keep up with her. Something, like, scratches him. And uh, at one point, he, like, grabs a hold of her, like, gets her. But then something grabs his leg and just snaps it against a piece of wood. Like Ouch. snaps it in half. Ouch. Like, like shin bending like a knee. And he's like, ah! And the wife is dragged away. And he's legless in the snow under his house. So. Now we cut to back to our creep in the cell and he's just standing there in like the blue spotlight of the generator Mm -hmm. in his cell and he's just like nowhere to go, no one to come help. And Jake is sitting there with his grandma like playing a board game and he's like shut up (laughs) and grandma's like just ignore him please. Jake and grandma and Stella are like playing a board game and he's like. You can feel it. The cold, lethal weather. That's death approaching. Who are they going to pick first? Girl thinks a gun will help her. The kid. The old one. And Jake is like, shut the fuck up and like throws like a piece of the game Uh at him. And it lands like right outside the cell. And Creep just goes, thanks for that. I can snap that apart and pick the lock. And Jake's like, no, you won't. And he, like, dives for the piece. And as he does that, the creep grabs him by his hair and holds him by the neck up against the bars of the thing. And right at that moment, as he's struggling, Eben comes in and shoots the creep in the arm. Oh, shit! (laughs) Yeah, he does. Yeah. And he then goes in and he handcuffs him to the bars. So now he's still in the cell, but he's handcuffed to the bars. And now he's like, the guy is like sobbing because he just shot him in the arm and then like put, you know, his arm up. So the dude's like sobbing and Eben is like in his face and he's like, who are you? Who did that to Gus? Like, because now Eben is like Mm -hmm. really freaked out. 
And the dude just starts screaming, I don't talk to dead men. But he's like foaming at the mouth with his meth teeth. Uh... And he's like, you're all dead. And grandma's like, we need to call the doctor for his arm. And uh, Eben is like, no, fuck that. He's like, wait till the power's back on. He doesn't deserve anything else. And so he's like, I'm just going to let him fucking bleed out. Fuck this guy. Uh, Eben then says, he's like, Jake and I will head to the pipeline. Not entirely sure why they're heading to the pipeline, but that's where they say they need to go. And he's like, there's not many places for them to hide. Stella is then like, no, you, me, and Billy should go. Like, leave Jake and Grandma here. We need all the authority we can get, basically. And she's like, don't let whatever beef we have make you stupid. Like, Mm -hmm. you need me. Yeah, totally. And he agrees and tells Grandma to, like, stay on the walkie-talkies. And he tells them both, he's like, don't hesitate to use the taser. Like, tase the fuck out of this dude as much as you want if you need to. Cut to Stella and Eben driving. And they're driving down a, 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 a not road. Snow at the corner of snow. And they stop at a cross street. And... uh they get out of the truck and Eben is like, I saw something. So he's like walking in front of his car and the headlights are on. Stella grabs a pair of binoculars and she's looking ahead with the binoculars and they hear a a shriek. Stella then says, get back in the fucking truck. Eben, get in the fucking truck. And they run, get in the truck. And as Stella, like, hits on the brakes and is reversing or whatever, there is a dark figure chasing the car on foot Mm. and keeping up with it. It then jumps onto the roof of the car. Question four, what do you do? What does Stella do? I don't understand if we're reversing or driving. Uh, I think you – I'm trying to think. Regardless, I'm going to stop, full stop. Yeah. And yeah, I don't know if you're going to go the other way. Yeah. Hand in hand. You got it. Uh, So Eben tries shooting at the thing first. Still there. Like shooting through the roof. Still there. So Stella slams on the brakes, which I don't know why the brakes work because it's just you're on ice. You're it's. Cars on ice, but maybe they have snow tires. I don't know what the fuck, how that works. The thing flies off. She speeds off. They're now driving through town. They were kind of on the outskirts a little bit. Now they're driving through town again. And all of the generators are on fire. (laughs) No. (laughs) They're on fire. And then they hear shots fired. Over the radio and Grandma Helen (gasps) screaming. No! No, you can't hurt grandmas. It's not looking good for grandmas. So, cut to them back at the station. They've gone back to the station. No Helen. 
no Jake, just blood, and the dude's still chained up. The dude is still there. Yeah. But he's in there in the cell, and he's, like, crying now. Like, he has no mojo anymore, and he's just like, they didn't take me. They didn't take me. And Eben goes in and is like, who did they take? And he's like, they didn't take me. And he's like, did they take my brother? And Eben just like starts crying. And the creep says, finish me. Finish me off. And Eben just kind of like looks at him. And then Stella's like, don't. Hmm. Don't do it. So now we cut to town. The streets are just deserted, generators on fire, and there are all these dark figures roaming around, speaking in some unknown language that just sounds like, (laughs) and we have subtitles at the bottom. Oh, we have subtitles for their language. That's fun. And it appears to be a head vampire, in case you hadn't gotten there yet, because we see his fangs. I hadn't gotten there. I literally was about to be like, are we getting aliened? No, we're getting vampired. And aliened. So it's like a vampire, head vampire, talking, and all of his minions behind him. And the subtitles say, the heads must be separated from the bodies. But I like do not, head. do not turn them. We should have come here years ago, is what he says. Yeah, I mean, it seems like prime. A schmor- it's literally, yeah, a it's literally a vampire resort. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's yeah. Couldn't couldn't think of a better place. For honestly, it, honestly, like, yeah. Like, all of the vampire travel agents are like, have you been to Barrow, Alaska in December? Yeah, I just feel it like. It is a treat. Eat them all and then take it over and make it yours. Yeah. Oh, well, Kim. Transylvania 2.0. Kim's survival tactic is now be a vampire, eat everybody. <laughs> <laughs> be a vampire what? Eat everybody. <laughs> yeah. I think I'd survive if I did that. You're not wrong. So, but the head va- vampire did just say that he doesn't want anybody turned. Yeah, because no, then, I mean, obviously my my plan started with be a vampire. Be a vampire, right, right, right. <laughs> yeah. Which Go, so backwards. So, some somehow I have to have already become one. Yeah, <laughs> I have to. I have to mindset my way into this. <laughs> if you believe it, you can achieve it. <laughs> so we cut two people without generators showing up at the diner. Mm, and right. one of them is threesome chick who's named Trish. We also have Wilson, who is the guy whose chopper got destroyed. We have Carter, who mans the uh, crusher machine. Uh, and Wilson's senile old dad. We also have some other guy who I thought was some other guy, but that guy's dead. So I don't know who the fuck this guy is. And um, they're talking about these figures that they've encountered. And they're like, the bullets do nothing but slow them down for a second. And uh, they're like, they killed every sled dog. 
and uh, Trish is like, they took Aaron and Gabe and Jake we now see is there. And he's like, they killed my grandma. <gasps> uh... <laughs> so Jake made it out at least. Anymore. But grandma did not. So who's going to grow the pot? I don't know. Jake will probably take over. I'm sure. He's a good kid. He is a good kid. So now we cut to mayhem. Okay. We see a bunch of vampires in someone's house attacking the fuck out of a family. He grabs one of them like by the face. The head vampire is great. Like he's so good. He has no lines other than clicking noises. And Mm -hmm. he's just like so great. So he clicks at whoever he's talking at, and the subtitle says, there is no escape, no hope, only hunger and pain. And they just, like, rip the family apart, and then he takes his big, long, gross, disgusting nail and uses it as a needle to play a record and just, like, and just, yeah, and just, like, listens to the music. (laughs) <laughs> kind of always has like his mouth like open with his teeth and just listening. So we now cut to just town mayhem outside, people being obliterated, blood splatter all over the snow. This is where I was like, this is a great graphic novel. Like I could see the the panels of the comics mm-hmm. and it's just an aerial shot of just mayhem, blood splatter, people being attacked. So... And we see the gunshots don't do anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now we cut to Stella and Eben being let into the diner. Eben immediately goes to the payphone to try it. It obviously doesn't work. Eben hugs Jake. And Jake is like, who are they and what do they want? Carter, who was the crusher machine guy, says there's a generator at the Utilidor. And again, I think the ut- Tilador is the place where the crusher is. And Eben is like, it's too far. Like, we can't get from there to there. They're eating everybody. Uh, Trish says, Charlie Kelso has an attic. And it's a pull-down attic. And it's so well hidden that you can't tell it's there. So it's like, you know, one of the uh, Christmas vacation attics. Mm -hmm. And Stella is like, but he would have boarded it all up before he left. And Eben is like, even better. He's like, we'll pull down a board. We'll get in. Then we'll tack the board back up and we'll hide out in the attic. Eben tells Carter, he's like, lead them to Kelso's, to Charlie Kelso's, as close to the house as you possibly, as close to the houses as you possibly can. And Eben says, He's going to take the truck and he's going to load up the four by four with as many bear traps, explosives, anything he can find. And he's like, something's got to slow them down. Stella's like, I'm coming with you. So we cut to them speeding through town, drive it, trying to just drive as fast as they can. And then the car slams on its brakes. Oh, wait, it didn't slam on its brakes. Something is just holding it. Oh, no. It's just holding it by the back bumper. And they just start slowly lifting it up and 
Now it's just vertical, just sitting on the on its nose. Eben has a shotgun. He does manage to shoot one in the head, and it like blasts its head off, and okay. it dies. Oh. But then the main vamp basically just comes right up to him and like just grabs the barrel of the gun and is just sort of like, no, no, we're not doing <laughs> this. And they tip the car completely over so they're, it's upside down and they start like dragging Eben and Stella out. So Eben and Stella are now dragged out from underneath the car and then they're snowplowed. The vampires that are like holding them are like just snowplowed into a building. Oh, and we're just shit. like, what the fuck? It's Grizzly Man from the outside Grizzly of town. Grizzly Man from the outside of town. He got his snow plower fixed up and he's just fucking everybody up. Yeah. All right. So, question five What do you do? What do Stella and Eben do? So, the snow plow is just kind of like has smushed a bunch of vampires, like into a wall and they're all kind of distracted for a second i'm gonna grab some weapons and run to kelso's i guess i don't even know where we were headed to be honest if i were to uh to load up with like get supplies we didn't get that we didn't do i thought we did that already no that's what i was gonna grab no, we didn't make it because somebody just grabbed our bumper and stopped our car. Well, I'll continue with my plan of grabbing whatever weapons are available and um, hiding in the attic. Okay. And what did, they, what did Stella and Eben do? <laughs> Kim's frozen. Kim's in snow space. Have they seen – so if that guy came up and, like, grabbed the gun, they, have they, like, seen him now? Yeah. So they know – they've seen his teeth. Yeah. And I'm going to go to the attic. I'm going to start making some wooden sticks. Steaks? Steaks. Steaks. Yeah. Steaks. Medium rare, please. <laughs> sticks. <laughs> wooden sticks. Yeah. And also any type of machete and axes. Here's what I'm thinking. Yep. Wooden stakes, classic vampire. Classic um, vampires. Killer. So, yeah. Um, also, from my information, I've learned that removing the head seems to have worked. It appears to, yes. So any type of slicey head off situation I can have and any type of pointy wooden stick. Love it. I'm going to make. Okay. They're going to... Run away. (laughs) Half point for them. Uh. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 
all of that is great, except y- you, there, some vampires are smashed. There are other vampires just watching what's happening. So they run to the snowplow guy and they hop into the snowplow truck. I was literally like, going to say that. Let's go get the fuck out of here. So they get in the car and Grizzly Adams is like, what the fuck's going on? Because he's on the outside of town. And he's like, where do we go? They're like, we got to head to Kelso's attic. So uh, we get to Kelso's. They sneak in. They don't know if the other ones have made it, right? The mm-hmm. ones that, that mm-hmm. they – so they're just kind of like, I guess we're going to go in and hope that there aren't vampires already here. And so – they're flashlighting around and they see that the door is really well hidden. Grizzly hands Stella a pistol that he found, which has bullets in it. So now Stella has another gun. Uh, they pull down the thing, but guns are drawn. And then we just see a hand come over the side. And it's Carter's little face. And he Hi. just looks at them and he's just like, phew. And they climb up. So now we cut to town, screaming, gunshots in the distance. Our gang is up in the attic. Jake is like, I saw them feed on Grandma Helen. <gasps> oh, no. You're going to need like some therapy. vampires. Right. Stella then says, vampires don't exist. And I'm like, bitch, how do you explain what you saw? You just watched one. <laughs> you, you just watched vampires vampires vamp it out so john is like uh they don't fall when you shoot them grizzly adams is like neither do i like he's just a real (laughs) you know real real strapping fella and evan is like all right we're gonna sleep in shifts we're gonna ration food and he's like we have two advantages we know this town and we know the cold we live here for a reason because no one else can Ooh, I'm going to venture to say it may also be that no one else wants to, but sure, can as well. I can't. I, uh, I can't and I don't want to. Exactly. Right. So now we cut to back to this fucking creep in the jail cell. Still, <sighs> still handcuffed to the jail cell. And he's just like whimpering like a little bitch. And then we see head vampire come into the station Uh oh! and kneels down in front of our friend kneels down in front of our friend and in his click click boom voice says you did all that I asked we'll take care of you and the creep is just like whimpering at him and the head vampire touches his face very softly looks back at the other vampires and says the things they believe and snaps his neck. <gasps> oh. So he's d- never trust a vampire. Never trust a vampire. Vampires don't keep their promises. Liar empires. Liar yep. Also, I just realized I'm wearing my Buffy t-shirt. I didn't even mean to. I didn't even mean to give you Josh Hartnett for your birthday, and I didn't even mean to wear my Buffy t-shirt for the vampire movie. <laughs> um, it's a bummer. All he wanted was to be a vampire. 
Yeah, but he was a real dick about it leading up to it. Yeah, I mean, he sucks. But what did all these other people do to get to be vampires if they're so anti-turning people into vampires? Well, I think that they're anti-turning people into vampires where there's literally a limited supply of food. Mm, Fair. He's like, I'm not, we, we also, he's like, we also have to ration our food. Right. Where we are. (laughs) So, um, so we're back in the attic with the gang and Stella looks at Eben and says, well, I guess it's good you didn't want kids. Uh, now's not the time yeah i feel like evan's line should have been like oh now you want to talk now you want (laughs) to have this discussion stella said you didn't want kids to josh Mm -hmm. yeah oh he loses points for that one yeah so we now in my they don't get it's fine if if humans in general don't want that it's just me dating your particular book. He's, there, yeah. there are so many checks in the right boxes. Right. You know, yeah. asthma, finding <laughs> someone, stopping creepy Great guy. hair. Tall. <laughs> crying. Right, right. Shooting yeah. creepy guys. Wow, Just he tick, really tick, did. Tick, 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 tick. He, t- he ticked it all off. So they don't get to have this conversation because then – senile old dad starts calling out for his wife oh my goodness why is my life (laughs) why is my life (laughs) who what where when why is my life (laughs) so they all start trying to calm him down question six what do you do what does old lucy do Old Lucy is the lady who runs the diner. I think hand in hand we pretend to be his wife. Oh, Double ding, bitch. Nice. That's exactly what she did. So she's just like, calm down. Just try to sleep. Just try to sleep. And he kind of calms down. They then hear glass breaking outside. <gasps> and they all kind of look out like a little hole in the attic, you know, that they can see out. And Stella says they're ransacking the Clark's place, like just somebody else's house. Lucy then says, we have to move while we still have the strength. They all start fighting about staying or leaving. Eben is like, no, 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 no. We're not fighting. We're not doing this. We're not all going to yell and fight with each other. That'll just get us killed faster. So you can... Put that tick mark. Yep. 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 Stopping fights, being real, you know, assertive about it. Mm-hmm. And uh, so Eben then says, We go to the general store to get supplies and then to the utilidor. But we need cover. So we have to wait for the next blizzard. Ah. Now, being that this is Barrow, Alaska, whiteout blizzards are, like, on the rig. Right. So they know that one is coming. Um, He's like, if we can get to the general store and then to, to the utilidor, we can last the month. Like, 
no question. So time passes a little bit. We then see that there is a woman just walking through the middle of the abandoned street without any, like, not enough warm clothes, all bloody, screaming for help. (laughs) Question seven, what do you do? What do they do? <laughs> you guys, the snow is giving Kim temper tantrums, and I get it. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm so sorry. Uh, uh, I'm so sorry. Don't be sorry. What you gonna do? Everyone's everyone's gonna die anyway. So I'm so sorry, but we can't help you. Okay. I'm gonna. What do they just do? Do nothing. Uh, uh, <laughs> this is really reminding outside? me of, 40, <laughs> of 47 meters down. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that was underwater space. Underwater space. Just as bad. Uh, yeah. You said they go outside? I guess maybe because they were probably like, oh, that's Mrs. Furby and so Mrs. Furby. It was Mrs. Furby. They know her. Yeah, they're like Mrs. Furby. (laughs) Double ding. Yeah, stay the fuck inside. I'm so sorry. sorry, Like I'm so sorry. Yeah. So they don't all go. Well, yeah, we'll get to that. I don't think senile dad (laughs) is going to get Mrs. Furby. I'm gonna go help Mrs. Furby. (laughs) (laughs) don't be ridiculous (laughs) don't be crazy (laughs) so carter looks out and he's like we have to go go get her in eben looks out and says no 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 no. look at the rooftops behind her we see her walking through the center of the snow street Uh houses alongside Mm -hmm. and we just see figures hopping from rooftop to rooftop just alongside of her. Oh no. Just like stalking their their tracking her food. And Evan says they're using her for bait. Oh shit. Gosh, he's so smart. Gosh. He's a, put that <laughs> put that on the list. Adding that to my list. <laughs> so smart. smart. So Except smart. then he does a not so smart oh, thing. Oh god damn it. In a second. But we'll get there. It's heroic. It's not smart. Heroic? (laughs) Not smart. Heroic. (laughs) Yeah. Adding it to my list. There we go. So now we cut to the girl in the street. We're with her now. And she's yelling. And then we see her come around a corner and a vamp is right there. And the vamp just smiles. His big creepy smile. The head vamp then comes around behind him. And the girl is like shivering. And she's just like, I tried. There's no one left. There's no one left. Please. Head vamp kneels down to her and is just looking at her, kind of tilting his head, just staring at her so curiously. He's just so curious, Kim. He's just so curious about humans. And she's just like, God, please, God, no. And head vampire just goes, looks up at the sky and we see the subtitle says god question mark looks back at her and subtitle says no god 
<laughs> and the other vampires, like, vampires? <laughs> the other vampires, they smile and, like, sniff her and shit. We then see that Eben has been heroic. Not smart, but heroic. And he's sneaking around the houses trying to see if he can, like, save her. What? He's got a gun. Eben, what? How? What, what How? are you doing? What? Yeah. And as he's sneaking around, he hears, Eben. Eben. Someone is calling his name from under the house. He turns. We're now back with the girl. And the vamps are now surrounding her in the street, just fucking with her. And they're just like scratching her, mm. just like drawing blood, just fucking with her. And Eben is like watching this whole thing mm. with the gun behind a car, but also hearing someone call him. And then the vamp eats her. And Eben's like, oh, geez. Mm. Oh, geez. I probably mm-hmm. shouldn't have left the attic, huh? Mm-hmm. And I was mm-hmm. like, correct. Mm-hmm. So now we're back in the attic and some guy and Grizzly Adams are like, we can make a run for it while they're feeding because they're watching the vampires feed on this girl. Mm, yeah. And Grizz is like, I can take them. Like Grizz yes. is like, I can take 30 vampires. And Stella stops him and she's like, no, we agreed. We keep the bigger weapon here. So basically, that was their thing. It was like Grizzly Adams is like more useful than Eben. If Eben is dead set on rescuing this girl, Grizzly Adams has to stay here. Okay. So now we cut to Eben going to investigate whoever the fuck is calling his name from under the house. It is John Reese, the dog man. And he's hiding under the house and he doesn't have a winter coat on. Like, it's snow space. It's very cold. And Eben looks at him and says, how long you been under there? And John says, not sure. And Eben says, where's Allie? And John says, took Allie. Couldn't follow. And Eben says, you Okay. And John says, leg hurts. Eben mm-hmm. pulls him out and he's like all woozy and he's like, I'm so hungry. And Eben's like, we're, we're going to get you something to eat. Is man. he an accidental vampire? And then he, John looks up and Eben backs yeah. up and drops him because his eyes are all fucked and he's got vampire teeth. So he backs away slowly. He's an accidental He's an accidental vampire. Backs away slowly, but he can't walk because his leg is split in half. So even though he's a vampire, he hasn't fully turned because he still like knows oh, who he is. He's kind of thing. Shin need. Yeah, he is shin need. Yeah, and so Eben is able to like easily overpower him as he like tries to feed on Eben. Eben then pulls out a gun. John charges and Eben's gun goes flying away from him and Eben falls down like next to like an axe in the in a log. 
Vamp then tries to charge but gets caught in like a child swing because like he can't walk very well mm-hmm. and like doesn't really know that he's yeah. a vampire. And he's yet. like a newborn baby yeah, vampire. So exactly. Like, he's all he hasn't wobbling around. Yeah. Um and no leg. So question number eight, what do you do? What is Evan? Chop his head off. Hand in hand. Look at you getting double dings all out your butt. Okay. I was ready for that one. I was you were. Waiting for a moment to chop a head off. Yeah, you were. What this movie does in a really cool way, though, is like it takes like several awkward swings to detach a head, which is mm. way more realistic of how it would be if you actually tried to chop someone's head yeah. off. Yeah. So it's like it took Eben like multiple swings yeah. to do it. To chop his friends. Yeah, that's rough. Which is a bummer. That's rough. So we now cut to Eben crawling into the safe house and like collapses on the ground. Stella and Grizz come down the stairs and Stella is like, where's your inhaler? And he's like, I lost it. I can't. I lost it. He then tells them, John Reese. They got John. And so they're just like, okay, just stay calm. So they, like, can't move him because, like, he doesn't have his his inhaler and he's asthming. So they leave him on the ground for a while. Cut to head vamp. He comes to John Reese at the swing. And he goes to John Reese's head, picks it up, and opens the mouth and sees teeth. Uh Uh-oh. And he's pissed. Yeah. So he looks at his other things and is like, or whatever the fuck noise he makes. Did I ever tell you that time I watched a movie? With a vampire? No, I think it was aliens or something. That t- Aliens or machines of some sort. I can't remember what it is. Okay. I remember them being kind of yellow. Regardless, they seem to have their own language. It's like that. Okay. And whatever I watched it on was fucked up somehow. So I watched this entire thing, and there's no subtitles for their language. And I was like, Shut oh, up. I guess we're just supposed to, like, infer what right. they're talking about. And I I feel like it was, like, literal, like, yellow machines or something or yellow. I can't remember. Huh. I don't know why. I don't know what it is. Yeah. Probably because it didn't make an impact because I couldn't understand what these you things were saying. You didn't know literally saying. half the plot. <laughs> I watched the entire thing and was like, that's so weird. Like, they would have full on, like, like, like they're speaking, yeah. same as you're yeah. talking about. But, like, and then I, <laughs> I think saw it, like, playing in, like, a bar or something one time. You were like, <laughs> and I was like, wait, there were subtitles for them talking? <laughs> So I watched had a this real, entire movie. You had a real two chains moment missing, in a bar. <laughs> missing whatever these creatures were saying. And I'm sure it was a completely different experience. Sammy's, if you know what movie she's talking about. Yeah, tell, tell me us. what that sounds like. Yeah. I I vaguely want to say Will Smith, but that yeah, might it's, not be it's, true. it's yellow alien machines. Yeah, with that possibly have their own Will language. Smith that have their with own possibly language. Will Smith. Okay, <laughs> all right, cool. That those are your clues, everybody. Please, Go find like, the treasure. Please send me your your thoughts on that. <laughs> I can't wait to find out. <laughs> so 
probably was nominated for some type of no, because if that was the case, I would have gotten like the was it I, I am legend. That... Was it I am legend? Was it? I don't know. I don't know. I'd have to see some pictures. I was just thinking of Will Smith and Aliens. That's all I could think of. Right. But... I was just about to say, oh, it was probably nominated for something. But then I, I wouldn't have seen the fucked up version. Right. So. Guys, tell us what movie Kim's talking yeah. about. Can't Let wait to know. find out. So. All right. So head vampires pissed because somebody got turned. Cut to them. Cut to our gang in the attic again watching. Senile old dad wakes up again. And this time he can't be subdued. And he starts going down the stairs of the attic. And Stella's like, Wilson, your dad. But like they can't yell, Mm -hmm. right? But dad is talking at full fucking volume. Mm -hmm. And he's like, come on, son. I'm going to Wainwright. And Wainwright is like the next town. And he's like, Wilson, let's go and bring your mother. And uh, they kind of like grab him. Wilson and Stella grab him. He's like, no, no, I'll stay if I die. And he starts crying. Old man starts crying. Oh, gosh. <laughs> and then he says, This movie's too much. It's like, I'm sorry. And starts crying. And so he's like, Can I just, can I just use the bathroom? And Stella's like, Of course, of course. Just remember, you can't flush. Don't flush. So they also have like 10 people's poop and pee pee. In a toilet that they can't flush. Sure. Also, but like. Which is a bummer. It's just an I feel added like it's bummer. The least of. A. Their worries now. But even like their life. I bet they. Some, for somehow. I just believe that they're like. They, they're, they're like fine. whatever. Yeah. Okay. They're like Fair. we live in Barrow, Alaska. We're fine. Yeah. Sure. We've got it. I just it. feel like eventually the toilet's going to just fill up with poop. It's 30 days. I mean I don't know how much they're eating. True. I don't know how much well, poop they have. <laughs> I'm not postmorteming how much poop people have. <laughs> I'm not doing it. <laughs> I mean, I don't think you could tell. Like, how much poop does it take to fill up a toilet? <laughs> I bet there's an answer to that. I, I don't want to know. I'm not no doing desire. it. I'm not doing Good, it. Good. I'm not writing it down. Great. Um. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so he goes into the bathroom. Will, uh, Wilson shuts the door. They hear a clattering. They open the door. The window is open. And senile dad is gone. He climbed out the window? Yeah. Shit. Question nine. What do you do? What does Stella do? What does Wilson do? <laughs> I forgot I had these three pointers in there. Welp. I guess... I mean, it's Wilson's dad, so he's going to go out and look for him, obviously. Okay. I'm going to... It's an old person. I'm right. This is tough. I know. I love old people. Kim loves old people. And snow dogs. Yeah. It's a real tough one for me. All right. I mean, he's... He's going to die soon anyway. Yeah. (laughs) I mean. He's lived a good life. He can't even remember anything else. He doesn't even know what's happening. So he'll be okay. Yeah. Well, he he won't be okay. I mean, I think he will. Okay. 
Because, like, you He'll know. be okay in the afterlife, you mean? Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay, okay. And, okay. like, just, like, he'll just be gone. Like, he'll just yeah. be like, oh, I've left this meat suit. Right. Because my brain meat suit wasn't working anymore anyway. Yeah. So, like, yeah. it's fine. Okay. He gets right, to go so be got- with his wife that he really wanted to be with. True. Yeah. And I think Stella probably stays inside, too. Question mark, question mark. Triple ding! The coveted triple ding! The coveted triple ding! Happy birthday to me! (laughs) So, Wilson is like, I gotta go out there. Stella tries to stop him. Mm -hmm. He pushes her off and actually knocks her head into something and kind of knocks her out for a second. Oh, shit. Um, Wilson then goes out into snow space. Cut to Eben coming down the steps to Stella and sees her like kind of she tells him what happened and Eben is kind of beardish now. He's like a little scruffy now. Oh, I adding that to the list. Adding that to the list. Scruffy. Um, He's looking scruffalicious. And so they're like talking and then they shh. They hear something outside. And mind you, they're not in the attic anymore. They're right by the front fucking door. So they kind of scoot around under the staircase. And a fucking vampire just walks into the house. And they're hiding under the stairs, trying not to breathe. And the vampire (laughs) smells humans, smiles. And then we hear, Dad! And the vampire turns. And goes back outside because he hears Wilson yelling for his dad. Oh, God. Oh, gosh. So we now cut to Wilson dodging around buildings looking for his dad, yelling for him. And then he's attacked and dragged away. So we didn't even get to his dad. I mean, his see, dad's dead. See, yeah. you couldn't even save him. You couldn't even save him. So we now cut to Eben in the attic with everyone. Stella's like, I should have fought harder. She's feeling bad. And Eben says, it's hard to stop someone when family is at stake. The things you'll do to save your own. And Stella looks at him and says, we were like that once, weren't we? And then they hear a rumbling on the roof. They're all quiet. Then it stops. So they look out the window. It's a whiteout blizzard. This is our moment. This is what we've been waiting for. Question 10. What do you do? What do they do? We're going to go to the grocery store and then <laughs> to the Utilidorian. Utilidorian and the grocery store. <laughs> but we're not going to get alcohol because it's legal. You know, it's illegal for alcohol on Sundays in Pennsylvania still. To this day. Illegal. To, to sell alcohol. drink it? Or se- it's the same in Maryland. On Sundays? The, uh, it used to be when I was growing up that the liquor store was closed on Sundays. I don't remember Maybe that it's different college. Now, maybe I don't remember. But I do remember it was like mom and dad were like, oh, can't. I don't remember got- that being an issue in college. And I I'll drank a lot of liquor. 
Yeah, I'll postmortem the Sunday situ- the Sunday bourbon situation at the Porter House. I'll find out. Cut to Blizzard. All of them walking through it. Total whiteout. They make it to, to the general store. They walk in super quietly, flashlighting around. Uh, Eben splits them up. He's like, we have two minutes. Because he's like, I don't want to, we can't be like just going shopping around. We got to do this quickly. So he splits them up and he's like, you guys go to canned goods and non-perishables. You guys get shit like propane, batteries, stuff like that. You go get medical supplies. So he splits everybody up. As they're doing this, everyone's grabbing their stuff. They hear a sputtering sound. They look down an aisle. And there is a little baby vampire, like a little (gasps) five-year-old girl eating somebody. I do not know who. And this is when I said the dead or lives are going to be only who I can see and identify. So eating someone. And then she turns to the group and says, I'm done playing with this one. Want to play with me now? No. Eben sneaks around the corner with an axe, right? Because he's like trying to stay there. The child charges at Carter. Carter sprays it with bear deterrent and it like pisses off the kid. It attacks him. The other somebody or else pulls it off, throws it up against the wall, and Jake grabs the axe and axes the girl's neck into the wall. Good job. Nice job, Jake. But is freaked out and he's like, it was a little girl. It was It, it wasn't. It was, it was undead. Dead. So Eben hugs him. So does Stella. Carter's like on the floor, but like, okay. And everyone is like, do you recognize her? Like nobody recognizes her. Um, And then Lucy looks out the window and she's like, the blizzard's over. (gasps) No. It was just a little quickie. Just a little quickie blizzard. Fuck, 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 fuck. And then the title card says day 18. So, halfway through. We made it pretty far, honestly. We did make it pretty far. I didn't even know we were that deep in. I didn't either. So, cut to them in the general store still. And Eben is like. A lot of poop built up. A lot of poop built up. That's what I was saying. That toilet is full. But now they have the general store. Now they're filling up that general store toilet. So, Eben is like. We have to move, but the Utilidor is too far without cover. Carter is like, we could make it to the station if someone creates a diversion. And they're like, how? Carter stands. Why did I write Carter stands? I don't know why I wrote Carter stands. But Stella says, so they're trying to create a diversion. Stella says, what if we brought the sun early? Mm. Question 11 Whatever does she mean? And what do you mean? Here comes the sun. We're going to start singing Here Comes the the Sun. sun. Yeah. Um, And that will scare the vampires away Mm because they'll be like, oh, my God, the sun's coming. Yeah. What if we bring the sun early? Yeah, that's what I said. Bye. The sun will come out tomorrow. <laughs> oh, that doesn't help us. That's tomorrow. tomorrow. Yours, need it now. yours was better. Here comes the sun right now. Right now. Kim's song was better. Whatever happened to our friend Billy and Peggy? We don't know. 
yet. That's a bummer. Thought they would have been with us. Uh, so wait. The U, the U T, door. Utilidor. Got Utilidor. it. Okay. Uh huh. The U D, as the I UD. like to call it. For sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On purpose. Yeah. Completely. Um. Set on over the old UD. UD is uh, <laughs> too far, so we're trying to make a diversion. But you can, but we can get to the station if we create a diversion. So basically, they're like they're almost trying to like move from building to building because the if they try to go to the utilidor, it's too far. They're right. out in the open too much. But they're like we could maybe make it to the station if there was a diversion. And so Stella says, "What if we brought the sun early as a diversion?" I can only guess that hand in hand we are gonna turn on some floodlights that we found in our grocery store we're currently in. We're we're in the store, right? Yeah. Uh, I cannot think of another way the sun would come so please tell me zero points thank you (laughs) stella says helen had that whole hydroponic operation at home hydroponic lights mimic the uv light of the sun okay that's how you're able to grow things with no sun right so she says i'll get them to follow me I'll turn on the light. You guys run to the station. Jake offers to go. I see I see your wheels turning. Don't worry. Your question will be answered. Jake offers to go, and Eben won't let him. And Stella says, Eben is then like, well, I'm going to go, blah, blah, blah. So basically, Eben right, wins right, out, right. right? And Stella says, you got to turn on Helen's generator first. So you're going to have to fire that up. You're going to have to make it there. Fire that up. So we now cut to Eben running through the street saying, hey, motherfuckers, here I am running to Helen's shit. Okay. As Grizzly Adams sneaks everyone out the back, Eben makes it to Helen's and tries to start the generator. And it's like, ring, yeah. Why did I try to do it? That was stupid. Tries to start the generator. Take it away. Yeah. Yes. 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 That's exactly what it fucking sounded like. God, your talent is so obscure and not super useful, but right on the money every time. So, yeah, human mouth sound fully is just not needed these days. No, it's not. God damn it. If it was. So... He's trying to start up the Jenny as Vampire and his girlfriend hear him. And there's maybe like three or four other ones. And they start coming after him. Finally, he gets the Jenny up and running. Cut to the rest of them following Grizzly Adams. A vampire drops from the roof and picks someone off. And Stella like group? goes from the group. Uh. And Stella's like, no. And Grizzly's like, uh, uh, no, 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 no. We're going to keep going. We're going to keep. No, 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 no. Oh, and like shit. gets everyone to keep going. Somebody just I don't know who it was. Oh, yes, Uh, that's what I'm saying. I was like, only (laughs) 
people that I can identify. So, because it's dark, they're in snow suits. Yeah, yeah. They're all the same age. They're it's ter- yeah. it was very difficult. So, yeah. cut back to Eben turning the grow lights on. Cut to the rest coming into the station. Blood everywhere. Creep is gone. Cut back to Eben inside through the window, and he's just kind of like sitting there with like a light not turned on yet, just like holding it. And the girlfriend like approaches and like kind of looks back at the other vampires and they're sort of like, go ahead, you know? So she's like, okay. She busts through the door. And as she does that, he turns on the light and it burns the shit out of her. <gasps> it works. It's yeah. 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 So she's not dead. Cause it like, she wasn't in it for very long, but she's, fucked like she's just like charcoal on one side and she's on the ground just like writhing in pain and then we hear over the walkie-talkie Eben say to everyone else it worked but they're gonna cut the power lights out so like basically he was like I'm only gonna be able to turn the generator on long enough so Eben then runs through the back of the house And the vamps are, like, looking around for him, but also, like, kind of scared to walk in, you know. So he makes it out. Cut to Stella. She hears Evan say he got out, but not to wait for him. Grizz takes the walkie-talkie and is like, head for Rogers Avenue. I'm going to head for the trencher. It's my turn. Okay. Cut to. We'll get to that in a second. Cut to. Evan. Cut to Eben hearing shrieking in the distance. We go back and we see that it's the head vampire leaning over his girlfriend who's really hurt and he's super pissed off. And he says in his voice, you understand. And she kind of like nods her heads, nods her head. She only has one (laughs) head, just the one. (laughs) And he says, what can be broken must be broken. She nods and he feeds on her. So it was like, so in this world, vampires can feed Vampire on other vampires. vampires. Interesting. Yeah. Do they have blood to give? Like, I you know. Yes. I mean, I always wondered that. I'm like, is their <clears throat> digestive system just tied to their circulatory system? Hard to say. Hard to say. But in this world, apparently it is. So we now cut. So he feeds on her. We now cut back to Grizzly Adams. He made it to the trencher, which is the big giant chainsaw truck. And he Ooh. is chainsawing them down. Yeah. How did you make that sound in your throat? <laughs> I don't know. It just Are you came turning naturally. into a chainsaw? <laughs> Kim is turning into a chainsaw, you guys. I'm so <laughs> impressed and also so frightened. But I think it's happening before our very ears. <laughs> so humans not fully. Yeah. So not the head vampire and his girlfriend, but the other ones, because they're still like having a moment or whatever. And he is in his truck just like, fuck off! <laughs> just sh- and shooting their heads off and shit snapping their backs like driving over them we see one vampire that's just like snapped in half by being driven over they climb on the back and they're bear trapped so he's literally put (laughs) bear traps on the back of it just mayhem by grizzly adams 
Eben sees all this. Oh, Eben sees this and sees all the vampires like run after the trencher. So he's like, cool, like distraction. Grizz then plows into a building with the chainsaw truck and is like, welcome to Barrow, top of the world. (laughs) And and he like crashes in and he gets out and he's all like woozy. And then he pulls out a box of explosives and a shotgun. They all start busting through the window and he's like shooting them. And he's like, you're not going to eat me. And he lights an explosive and it blows up. The uh, building goes up in flames. He got some of them, but not all of them. Some of them are like jumping out of the windows on fire. But I was like, oh, but they're going to be put out in the snow. So we got some of them, but not all. Cut to Grizz crawling away. Somehow he like. Oh, shit. He was right. He's like, they can't take me down. I'm invincible. But he he's not long Her. for this world. Okay. He's not doing yeah. well. Yeah. So head vampire finds him and slowly walks over mm-hmm. and just stands on his head and says, when man meets a force he can't destroy, he destroys himself instead. What a plague you are. Oh. And then crushes his head with his foot. Wow. And Grizzly Adam's head goes curse flat. Yeah. Very poetic. But he died valiantly. And he didn't die by being eaten. So good on you, buddy. He got what he wanted. Also, the vampire was totally right about human existence. So now we cut to Eben with an axe coming into the station again. He tells Stella about Grizz. Stella says that they got Doug, I guess, was the guy that they picked off. I don't know who the fuck Doug was. I was like, I've never heard the name Doug in my life. <laughs> but Doug's dead. So Doug, here we go. Doug, no. <laughs> Poor old Doug. And so Stella and Eben hug. Lucy now says, there's only six of us now. Carter stands up and says, soon it'll just be five. He takes his hood off, and he's got vampire teeth. Oh, he's got vampire teeth. And he says, the little girl in the store, (gasps) I'm changed. I'm just so thirsty now. Basically, he's like, I don't have anyone to live for. He's like, my entire family was killed by a drunk driver. All I've ever wanted was to join them. But I couldn't bring myself to do it. And he's like, I know they're waiting for me and I can't live forever. Please don't let me live forever. Question 12, what do you do? What does Evan do? Uh, Kill him. Hand in hand. Yeah. Stella's like, no. And Evan's like. I I don't even understand the debate. (laughs) I think she just like isn't. She's like, but he's talking like he seems normal. Maybe he's a nice vampire. But we already know like it takes ma'am. Yeah. A she's he's asking for it. He's not even trying to fight it. No. B he's a vampire. Yeah. So what's let's do this. The debate. So 
Eben pulls out an axe and they just walk slowly into the back office and you just hear a thwacking. Yeah. Title card. Day 27. That's so close to 30. So close. So they look out of the station. So we're still at the station. Yeah. Yeah. And they see a flashlight flashing in a window Mm. in a house across the way. They flash back and it responds. It's coming from Billy's house. Billy, I was wondering where you were. Question 13, what do you do? What do they do? I think, hand in hand, we're going to Morse code communicate, which we definitely know how to do. Which we definitely know how to do. Mm -hmm. Definitely know the full alphabet. Mm -hmm. And tell him, or um, I don't know if he has, do we have walkie-talkies? No, we don't. Yeah, I guess. Like we might, but like we don't. Because I was like, of all people, Billy would. Yeah. Kind of connected to the station, but it's been a while, so. Yeah. Um, all right, back to Morse coding with our Morse flashlights, coding? which we okay. definitely know how to do. Mm-hmm. Are we still trying to go to the Utilidor? Yeah. It's taking us a long time. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're waiting for another whiteout. I mean, at this point, we seem to be surviving in the station. True. All right. I mean, I think we tell them that we're trying to get to the UD during okay. the next blizzard. With Morse code? Yeah. Okay. Is that hand in hand? <laughs> yep. <laughs> Zero points. <laughs> I'm not saying you don't know Morse code. I'm saying you didn't use it right now. So, <laughs> Stella and Eben make a run for Billy's house. They find Billy on the floor in the bedroom. Not looking good. Mm. Eben looks over at the bed and just sees a sheet covering it. Mm -hmm. He lifts it. It's his entire family. Peggy and the girls. Billy starts crying and Mm. says, I couldn't let them die like the rest of them. Oh, shit. And he says, I tried to shoot myself too, but the gun jammed. And he's like, I shouldn't have signaled to you. You just couldn't, I just couldn't stand being on my own anymore. And Eben comes over and like kind of hug hits him. Yeah. In this, and so he's like, you have a family. You don't ever hurt your family. But also like, ah, this is all pretty terrible. Is yeah. sort of yeah. Eben's sub- it's, uh, subtext. Snow space. It's yeah. But now you've just text. like. That's why it was, like, zero points. Like, it's, like, okay, like, you made it there safely, but, like, you gained nothing other than, like, another body that is not doing well that you have to now account for, you know? So, cut to Evan and Stella bringing crying Billy in, and, like, he's just pretty weak, you know? Like, and he's crying, and... uh they go into the station and no one's there. And so Stella is like, fuck, maybe they tried for the Utilidor. Like, where is everybody? But also, I don't know. Cut to them 
it's now another blizzard. So there's a whiteout. So the three of them are trying to make it to the utilidor in the whiteout. But the blizzard kind of stops. So they hide under like a crawl space, basically. And as they're hiding under there, a bloody child just starts walking towards (laughs) down the street, just walking down the street. And Stella goes, Gail? Question number 14, what do you do? What does Stella do? We don't know who Gail is. We just know that Stella knows who Gail is, just in case you were confused. This is a child that Stella appears to know. Also, a child a child girl named Gail. Cracked me <laughs> yeah. Up. It's so weird. <laughs> yeah. I understand that any woman named Gail was once a child, but I can't right. picture it. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. So like a little bloody girl is walking down the street? Just kind of stunned. Yeah. By herself. Sorry, Gail. Good luck with your life. (laughs) Sorry, Gail. (laughs) Or or afterlife or whatever you may currently be dealing with. I'm not sure. Which life are you currently dealing with, Gail? Dead life. Yeah. Uh, I guess she has to go fucking figure out what Gail's deal is. What's your deal, Gail? (laughs) Seemed like a good choice, but... Seems like a bad choice, but we got to go see what Gail's up to, so... (laughs) (laughs) So she goes out before Eben or Billy can pull her back. And she grabs Gail. (laughs) I can't do it. And as... Gail and as she grabs Gail we hear a shriek we hear it of somebody saw her grab Gail of course they did yeah they were probably using Gail as bait that's what yep I was gonna say yeah so (laughs) except (laughs) except (laughs) say meat something (laughs) also speaking of meat yeah I looked out the window this morning. Okay. At <laughs> at the building next door. And there's this curtain that's like, okay. So it's like a, a piece of cloth nailed to the outside of the building. And okay. the cloth blows away. And it reveals just several strings of sausage. <laughs> <laughs> just hanging just on the wall. Prepping their meat. Prepping their meats. Yeah. I've just never seen. I was like, am I in 1840s Italy right now? What is happening? <laughs> Curing their meat. So. Back to Gail. Back to Gail. Weathers. Uh, Five-year-old so, news. Yeah. So they hear a shriek. Stella pu- manages to pull her under like another, uh, pull her under like the wreck of a car or pull her under another crawl space or something like that as the vamp like walks by. So like the vamp didn't like see it, but. Pretty oh, close, it was just and, hanging out. Yeah, Eben then says, "I'll meet you at the utilidor." He's like, "I don't have time to worry about Gail, and like, I need to get this vampire to go away. If you have any hopes of getting Gail out of here, because now you just picked up a five-year-old, and Billy is like not having it. Billy just makes a run for it and hides. And they're like, "Billy, okay, there goes Billy." So. 
Evan is trying to distract the vampire. Billy's like, I'm out of here. And they're like, all right, see you, Billy. Evan gets the vamp to chase him while Stella goes the other way with Gail. Cut to Billy just hiding somewhere crying while we see like a vamp watching him. He's just not well. And cut to Evan under a crawl space. And now we see that he goes into some place with a bunch of pipes. Okay. So like he kind of opens up like a door underneath something and goes in and it's the crusher building. So this is the utilidor. He made it in. He crawled under whatever. And he's like, I don't know if anyone's here. And then here comes Jake and Trish and Lucy. (gasps) They made it to the utilidor. And Eben is like, are Stella and Gail here? And they're like, no. So he's like, fucking Gail. (laughs) So we now cut to the head vampire over a kill. And he appears to like take some blood and like use the blood to slick his hair back. Which I was like, is that vampire hair cheeks? I like that. Yeah, I do too. And he's talking over a body, and in his clicky noise, he's like, it took us centuries before they believed we were only bad dreams. We cannot give them reason to suspect. Destroy them all. All the vampires shriek in agreement. Cut to Billy. Oh, shriek in agreement. Now we cut to Billy climbing in through where Evan climbed through. So Billy made it, still sobbing, just (laughs) crying, sobbing, just not doing well. Cut to Eben looking out the window and he's on the walkie-talkie with Stella being like, come in, Stella. Where are you? Cut to Billy we coming in. They have walkie-talkies. I knew Billy did not have a walkie-talkie. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, cut to Billy coming in, calling loudly for people. Again, I'm like, Billy, I, I know you've been inside, but to stop yelling. And sure enough, a fucking vamp drops down and bites him. And it was the one that was following him because we saw that there was someone following him. So the vamp just followed him right into the fucking utilidor. So now we got a vamp in the utilidor. Billy. And the vamp is feeding on him. Eben comes up behind him and axes the vampire in the back. Vampire falls off. Billy is still alive, but just blood splurting everywhere. Eben and the vampire are fighting and the vampire now has Eben up against the wall that if he falls down, he falls into the crusher. <gasps> no. So question 15, with your last amount of strength, what do you do and what does Billy do? Does Billy do? Yeah. Oh. So this is a matter of keeping your soul alive, I would say. I hand in hand axe the vampire. Wait, I... Uh... I guess I don't understand the um So basically the- here let me picture it. Or let me picture it. Let me help you picture it. So Eben is held by the lapels, basically, up against um a little wall that only comes up about knee height, right? Mm-hmm. The vampire is basically holding him like so that if uh like he's about to bite him, but the vampire is standing, right? So the vampire is standing and Billy is behind him. So what does Billy do? What is, what is, and, what do you and do? And Eben is not standing? 
no, he's like kind of crouched um, and the vampire's like over him next to the crusher. Oh, I'm very glad you explained that to me because that was very different in my brain. Um, well, then Billy and I push the vamp over Eben into the crusher. Gotta use that crusher. Of course. Chekhov's crusher. <laughs> so sure enough, pushes him in. But the thing is so strong that like when he pushes, it like sucks Billy's hand in. Uh, and so Billy now comes up with a stub arm, just blood splurting everywhere. And he's screaming and screaming because his hand is gone. Fair. But also screaming because teeth are coming in. He's oh, teething. No. He lost his arm and he's teething. Just put so Billy out of his misery already. He's been trying to die for 28 for so days. Long. Uh, yeah, trying to die for so long. So question 16, what do you do? What does Eben do? Crush him. Gotta crush him. Hand in hand. That's one and a half points. Eben does kill him. He doesn't crush him. He axes his head off. There, there. I just, I would have just crushed him too. I'd have just been like, bloop, yes, into the crusher. I mean, instead of three, four chops at the neck. Yeah, exactly. Like witches, come on. Yeah, just all right. So Billy is dead just after he was turned. Just after he turned into a vampire. Cut to vamps prowling the streets outside. Coming upon the Utilidor. Trish comes out with vodka that was stashed somewhere. Chocolates and vitamins. And she's like, we should celebrate. She's like, one day till sunrise. (sighs) Eben tells Jake he did good getting everyone here. And then we hear, Eben! Stella over the walkie-talkie. And he's like, where are you? Where are you? And she's like, I'm under a wreck. Opposite the Melonsons. And we see that she's under a car. And she's like, we're freezing. And Jake looks out the window. He's like, I can see it. I can see the car she's talking about right there. So they can see it from the window. Eben says, I'm coming to get you. And Trish is like, they'll kill us before you even get close to her. Like, we're watching them. They're all just swarming around. And Eben says, okay, we have to stop talking now, Stella. I'll call when it's safe. Because basically they can hear the walkie-talkie that she's under. And he's like, the sun comes up tomorrow. We're going to watch it together. And I'm like, shh. Okay, you just said you have to stop talking. Why did you just say three more sentences? And he's like, we're going to watch the sun come up together. And Stella then says, I'm so sorry, baby. I should have never left you. (laughs) I would never leave you, Josh. And now it's fine that you don't want kids because I've got Gail. Gail. (laughs) (laughs) Gail is my child now. Yeah. (laughs) So I just added love sunrises to my love sunrises. Great. Cool. So as this is happening, Trish looks out the window and we see that the street is filling with oil. And Eben is like, oil. They broke into the pipeline. Oh, no. And we see head vampire standing by the oil river. 
and he lights it on fire. <gasps> Eben is like, they're burning down the town. And Trish goes, oh my God, no one will know what happened. They'll just think it was they'll a horrible accident. A <gasps> Next, they'll take Point Hope and then Wainwright. And Jake is like, the building is strong, though. Can't we ride it out? Like, ride out the fire. The fire is creeping towards the car. Yeah. Yeah. Eben is like, they'll kill her if she runs. She'll burn if she stays. Question 17, what do you do and what does Eben do? Vamps are just watching the building. I think that he sacrifices himself like tells Stella that he's mm-hmm. going to create a diversion and that she and Gail need to run inside okay what do you do um Kim's like well if Stella's out of the picture <laughs> I'm gonna date me since I'm <laughs> Josh <laughs> yeah right yeah <laughs> cut to Here lies Kim. She died of masturbation. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Kim's trying to look into my my skull, past my blood-brain barrier, into my thoughts. (laughs) I'm really just trying to think about what can I do with fire and vampires or snow. (laughs) (laughs) is this i think kim is running out of charge i think i need to does anyone have a charger (laughs) she needs some juice she's at one (laughs) percent this Does this count as a save my soul situation or a save my body situation? You can pick. Because I feel like if I leave her, my soul dies. (laughs) And if I sacrifice myself, my body dies. Your body dies, yeah. um, I guess hand in hand, we're going to sacrifice ourselves. Or at least, like, make a diversion. We're going to attempt to not die, but, like... You know, ideal in an ideal world. Mostly we're that's making two, a diversion. That's two half points. Okay. He does agree to sacrifice himself. He does create a diversion. But he does something very, very specific that doesn't that 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 leaves him no chance of surviving. Oh. I thought he was gonna do something really smart where he did survive and I was like, Oh shit. Yeah. No, the he, and I, I'm just going to tell it to you as I watched it because I was like, what the fuck is he doing? So he goes over to the first aid kit, pulls out a syringe. Then he goes over to Billy's body and he says, Jake, when they're watching me, tell Stella to run for it. He gets blood out of Billy. Eben is like, When John and Carter were bitten, they stayed who they were for a little while. And we can't fight them the way that we are right now. 
So he's going to vampire himself so he'll be stronger yes. to fight them. Fascinating. Yes. That's a fascinating idea. Yeah. So he hugs Jake. I would have never guessed that. Right. 1% or 1,000%. And, and, and I was watching it going, really? <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. I'm not, so, not on board. I'm like, okay. Okay. Yeah. So he hugs Jake, tells him to take care of Stella. Shoots himself up. Immediately starts to change. Jake is like, nobody touch him because Lucy and Trish are like, I kind of want to kill him. Like, <laughs> I don't love this. And Eben kind of comes to after changing and he says, I can smell your blood. <laughs> oh, I didn't get to the list. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> I knew you were there. He can smell my blood. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were going to add it. Mm-hmm. It's pretty hot. Mm-hmm. Cut to Eben going outside in slow motion. And he's still kind of like in the change. So he's like owies and owies and owies, you know. Yeah. But he's like, I'm going to do it. And then he puts his hood on with his teeth and his black eyes and hot music starts playing. (laughs) (laughs) The vamps all turn and see him. The whole fucking town is on fire. Jake gets on the walkie talkie and tells Stella to run. And head vampire looks at Eben. And they're all kind of like curious, confused, like who, what's happening? And head vampire says, ah, the one who fights. The one who fights. Oh. Yeah. Vampire Josh Hartnett is. Yes. So Stella sees this. Eben's just starts wailing on the vampires and they're all just kind of like what is happening like they were not expecting to get the ass beat out of them by this human so they're like wow well this is fascinating so the rest watch as the head vampire is fighting and like i wrote he's doing okay eben is doing fine you know like he's still a baby vampire so like head vampires like you know, it's not a great match, but it's not a total slaughter, no pun intended. Stella is still watching. And I wrote that in all caps. I'm like, bitch, run! Yeah, he's doing this for you. Yes, fucker. you and Gail, get the fuck out of if here. you die too, he dies for nothing. Yeah, and so Evan is now getting like pretty fucked up. He's on the ground and he's like spitting out blood and he screams, go to Stella and Gail. And they run. Head vampire then picks up Eben by his head and, like, sees the teeth, like, just to be sure. Head vampire then stops fighting him. Because they're all sort of like, <gasps> we don't kill our own, I guess. Didn't they? No. They, no, the only oh, one that he killed, killed was the one who was already burned up. Right. Oh, which was, like, yeah. a mercy. Yeah. But Eben doesn't stop fighting. Eben keeps attacking him. So the head vampire keeps engaging and he goes. So the head vampire keeps engaging, gets a hold of uh, Eben's hand and like bends it all the way backwards. And like Eben screams. They all shriek. All the vampires shriek as Eben is on the floor with a like bent back hand. And they're all kind of like, you won, head vampire. Head vampire then goes in for the, the KO 
and flies at Evan, which we'd never really seen him do before with his mouth wide open. Evan turns around and punches him through his mouth and out the back of his head. (laughs) And the other vamps are just like, oh, shit. Um, We're going to (laughs) go. And they literally are just like, peace and leave because their head vampire's dead. Killed so by this wait, other vampire. He, got, he died from being punched and through the through mouth? Through the head. Through the back of his head. Wow. Yeah. I guess that counts as like severing the spinal cord, separating the head, that kind of thing. Okay. And the other vamps are like, peace. It's been fun. But we're out. We see the sun is starting to come up. <clears throat> Stella and Gail come towards Eben. And he's like, should I go after them? And she's like, no, it's almost dawn. That'll be enough, basically. And then she's like, what did you do to yourself? And then she's like, Eben, the dawn. Hmm. And all these people come out. Like, not all these people. Anyone who's still alive and are four or whatever. And they're just watching the town burn. Cut to Evan and Stella sitting at the place from the very beginning. Mm, watching the sunrise. Watching the sunrise. And she holds him as he turns to ashes. Oh. The end. Happy birthday. Mm. Thank you. You're welcome. It was a gift, yet also the worst experience. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> It was. It was a lot. It yeah. Was snow space is the worst. I really. I th- I think snow space is the worst for me. No, um, no, because underwater is really bad. Space space is pretty bad space too. Space space is pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like any. They're all pretty bad. Um, all pretty bad. But it was beautiful, and I did create an entire checklist of what I. Want in a man because I love it in Josh Hartnett. I, I guess, perfect is, um, is what we've created. I don't. We'll know. make sure I get a copy of that so we can just put it out there so people <laughs> yeah. know what you're looking for. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me total your points. Hi, Sammies. So we heard a rumor that you're not signed up for our awesome Patreon yet. What? Where are you getting your bone con then? It's cool. It's fine. You can still subscribe. Just hit the link in the show notes or search for us on Patreon. We're right there. We've got all kinds of bone con. That's bonus content. We've got mini-sodes, post-mortems, and Q&As, all live streamed. Polls, prizes, merch, and just a general smorgasbord of KK Sam. So join us. Or else. All right. So, here we go. For your dead or alives, you got five out of ten. Love Very it. respectable. Totally respectable. For your questions, you got 25 out of 36. For snow space. That's not I'm telling bad. you. No, it's not. For, for how I space. thought I for how I felt two minutes into this movie. Oh yeah. Uh I'm very happy with that. I'm great job. For a total of 30 out of 46 points, Ms. Burns. Yeah. Not my best, but I shall not take it. Yeah. Yeah. And it was it was snow space. So Snow space is rough. I really yeah. liked that. I think you would like it. You should watch it. It sounded, J- it sounded good. And uh, 
I've been getting into like graphic um, graphic novels. So like uh, w- knowing that this was based on a graphic novel and seeing how it was shot, I was just like, oh, I bet this was like really beautiful. Just like mm-hmm. I bet it was a lot of black and white with just spurts of red, basically. Right. Yeah. I, I know what you mean. All right. Yay. Um, we love you. Follow us at KK Sam Podcast on all the things. We have a live show coming up during the Axe Wound Film Festival, right. which is the tenth through the seventeenth. Seventeenth, I think. Yeah, but look it up. There are amazing films that are going to be screening, all made by women. And non-binary and female identifying. Yes, and non-binary and female identifying. And we will be doing a live show, which we will give you details about. So you should do all of that. And you should... Oh, I made Christmas merch. Oh, yeah. I made Christmas merch in our store. So go buy some fun KK Sam Christmas merch and join our Patreon and our Facebook group, Sammy Stay Alive Maybe. And wish me a happy birthday on Sunday, December 5th. A happy birthday on Sunday, December 5th. And this has been Kim and Kat Stay Alive. Maybe. So until next week. Stay alive. Stay alive. Put a ghost in me. I'm done. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Dread Podcast Network.